This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Hey guys, today I want to talk about the word intimacy. And I want to show you, and I want to demonstrate, and I want to, I want to help you understand how creating intimacy in your life can help you increase your wealth, your success, and your joy, the happiness that you feel on a regular basis. Now, I, I want to, I want to start by saying, I am not talking about sex. Sex is a, sex is a part of intimacy. Sex can be intimate, but sex can also be very, very superficial. Okay. And this, this conversation about intimacy, maybe that word lured you in and that's why you're listening to this episode. But really the, the word intimacy is so intertwined. And so raveled, <laughs> so wrapped up in our our daily understanding or our our current understanding of 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 sex or you know of of physical attraction. And guys, that's not intimacy. That's just it's just sex. Okay, but again, sex can be intimate. Intimacy, as we're going to talk about today, is. The easiest way for me to describe it is it's putting yourself in a position, putting yourself into a relational state with someone, being so vulnerable, being so honest, sharing your deepest, darkest secrets, your your deepest, darkest fears, your deepest, darkest obstacles, your deepest, darkest challenges, the things that you're ashamed of, the things that you feel guilty for. It's sharing every aspect of who you are and allowing someone to hurt you and trusting that they won't. And that's the most important part. Allowing someone to to access information about you and your life making making that readily available to them so that they can hurt you and trusting that they won't now i have a deep connection with intimacy and here's why i i remember i remember like when I was, Jesus, I was probably 15 or 16 years old, and I remember watching porn. Now, it might have been the first time I watched porn. I'm not sure, but I remember watching porn, and I remember watching these two people grind it out, right? And like thinking and seeing two people physically connected, they were they were in a deep state of physical connection, and they were grinding. And I still remember that scene today right in my mind. It's vivid 
And I remember being a, a young teenager and thinking, when that's me, I want to get even closer to her. When that's me, I want to find a way to get even closer. And and I, at that point, I didn't understand why I had that thought. I don't understand. I didn't understand why why I had the 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 desire to connect with someone that deeply. But what it was is it was my soul wanting a deep, intimate, personal, raw, authentic, vulnerable, unfiltered, unscripted, unconditionally intimate relationship with another human being. I chased that for a long, long time. I chased that exact thing for a long time, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't, and, and I'm not just talking about the sex part, right? I didn't know what I was doing with that either. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I didn't know what I was really after in my relationships. I didn't know what I was really after in my friendships. I didn't know what I was really after in, in my connections with other people. But I was really after intimacy. I wanted relationships where I felt safe because Look, I grew up in a in a household that was, I mean, look, <laughs> fists flew randomly. I, I grew up in a household full of full of you know testosterone and and alpha males. Where my father would say, "Look, if me and you disagree, right, we throw down, and whoever wins, they're right." I mean, my father used to challenge, "Hey, boy, I'll take you down to the 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 the, the, the lot, and we'll throw." And we'll see who's more of a man. And my brothers, I, I remember watching my brothers like washing and drying the dishes and they're washing and drying the dishes. And then all of a sudden they're on the ground and they're just, they're just, you know, fists are flying. And I remember all the arguments and I remember all the rage. And I remember like people chasing each other with freaking knives and shit in my house. I'm like, holy crap. The world is a, a volatile, violent place to be. And, and no one outside of our house knew what was going on. And I was a scared little kid. And, and all I wanted as I grew older, as I grew up, is I wanted intimacy in my relationships. I wanted to feel safe in my relationships. I wanted to feel like I could be myself. I could say what was literally on my mind, what was in my heart, what was on my soul, I could literally say anything and the other person would receive what I was saying. They would filter it through a lens of positive intentions and love and respect. And they would, they would trust that I wasn't trying to hurt them. And, and because of that, they would, they would love me more powerfully and they would accept me more powerfully and they would embrace me more powerfully. And I went from relationship to relationship. I even entered my marriage in that looking for that, but not being able to understand what intimacy was 
And then when I didn't have that deepest, darkest parts of me satisfied, I went ballistic and I blamed it on everyone else because I didn't know. I didn't know what I was looking for and I didn't know how to express it. And I, I wasn't aware of it. But all I know is I couldn't experience it. The parts of me that wanted intimacy in my life, the parts of me, the, the, the shadows that wanted intimacy felt unsafe and was looking for a place or people or whatever where I could truly feel safe, secure, loved, appreciated, admired, respected. And I searched hot, far and wide. And I could never find it because I didn't know what I was looking for. Once, once I realized, once I started realizing that I didn't feel safe being myself. And I wrote a book called The Imposter in Charge. I hid myself away for 43 years. And I, I, I put a veil and I put a mask over myself. And I wouldn't let anyone see who I truly was because I didn't feel that I could be who I am and still be safe. Because what happens when you're yourself? Fists fly. People get chased with knives. Violence breaks out. Arguments break out. Threats are made. People leave. You're abandoned. You're abused. I was molested. That's what happens when you're yourself. That's what I learned anyway, when I was in my most impressionable age. And I searched every crack and crevice for some kind of comfort and safety and security, but I never found it because I didn't know what I was looking for. Until I understood what I was looking for. I was looking for a relationship or relationships where no matter what I said, no matter what I did, there was no boomerang effect. And there was no emotion. And there was no anger. And there was no jealousy. And there was no envy. And there, there was no resentment. There was no judgment. That's what I was looking for. In a relationship. And once I realized I, w- what I wanted, I was completely hell bent on getting it. And that's why my marriage blossomed in from the, the depths of despair into this beautiful, magnificent marriage that I could have never imagined in a million years where I encourage her to be her. She encourages me to be me. And we share anything on our heart and our soul from a place of love and, a, and compassion and empathy and respect and dignity. And we never, ever, ever try to hurt the other person ever. And that is intimacy. I went from having zero intimate relationships Zero relationships where I felt safe, where I felt secure, where I felt like I could truly be myself unmasked and unhinged. I went from having zero intimate relationships to now I have a handful of infinitely 
intimate relationships and a whole lot more that are deeper than I ever, ever expected to have. And it's because of those probably 10 to 20 people in my life, 20 to 30 people, let's say, 20 to 30 people in my life that I can just absolutely be me and just rip. And they receive me with positivity and with love. It's because of them, because of that handful of people that infinitely accept me no matter what the hell is happening in in my, my life and in my mind and in my body and in my emotions, no matter how I show up, no matter what, they never question my intent and I never have to worry about their love, their respect, And how they perceive me in my life, in their lives. And that's intimacy. I have a mastermind of really successful business owners. And they're some of the most loving and and just awesome people in my life. Just I'm blessed beyond belief to, to be surrounded by so much love and so much acceptance and appreciation. And, and I've built a community, an intimate community of people that, that just have surrendered to the power of, of the community and, and just a, the vulnerability and the rawness and, and, and authenticity. It's, it's an amazing sight to see. I am so blessed to be surrounded and engulfed by people that allow me to be me and I allow them to be them. We allow each other to be each other. And we have, we have mastermind retreats and I start the retreats off this way. I said, there's two places in the world. There's in here, in this room, because every, the retreat is a three day session where we all get together and, and we commune right together in person. And I see there's, there's two places in the world. There's in here and there's out there. And I point outside the room. And I say, guys, the reason that people worry about judgment and worry about how they're perceived and worry about the opinions of others, the reason that people worry about how they appear to others is because they don't want to be rejected because they're afraid of being abandoned. Because human beings are, we're, we're primal beings. We are, we are social beings. We want to be part of a collective and anything that puts that, that acceptance and be, puts being part of a community, being part of a tribe, anything that puts that in jeopardy is, is what we avoid. And that's why we avoid being authentic and being raw and vulnerable because if we feel like we feel like if we're truly ourselves, that we'll be thrown out of the tribe. And if you go back thousands of years, getting thrown out of the tribe means you died. And what I tell my folks in this inner circle that I've created, what I tell them is the more powerful and bonded and connected and authentic and genuine and unconditionally loving we are in this room the less what they think about us matters 
because we know we'll always have a tribe. And that's what human beings crave the most, the intimacy of a tribe that will not turn their backs on them. Because we are social beings. The people that I work with want time freedom, financial freedom, and the freedom to be themselves. And I can give you all of that by putting you on a deserted island by yourself that has fruit flying off of every tree on there. And you know what? You'll be miserable. You'll have time freedom. You'll have financial freedom. You won't need any money. And you'll have true freedom to be who, whoever you are. But you will die out of isolation. What we crave most as human beings is deep, intimate connections and deep, intimate relationships with other human beings. We want it in our marriage. We want it in our, in our parenting. We want it in our friendships. We, we even want it with our clients and our prospects and our business partners. We want to be able to show up and be raw and vulnerable and be ourselves, but there's always this fear And this doubt that if I'm truly myself, they'll turn their back on me. And when you enter a truly intimate relationship where you can trust that you won't get hurt and you can trust that they won't turn your back on you, then all of those fears can diminish and dissolve. In my book, The Prosperity Principles, I laid out three Levels of conversational and relational intimacy. Level one is very superficial. It's politics and the economy and sports and gossip and, you know, what's happening on, I don't know, TMZ. They're, it's superficial. It's water cooler talk. It's, it's really garbage. It adds no meaning or value to our lives. Level two is about the mental realm. It's a mental connection. It's strategy and plans and tactics, processes. It's things that you have to use your brain to relate with someone. You're telling them what's on your mind. That's another step. It's deeper than superficial. But level three is where you make your money and where the magic lies. Level three is relational conversation, relational connection. It's intimate connection. And it's where you talk about your fears, challenges, obstacles, traumas, your past experience, your failures, your your hesitations where shame lies, where your guilt lies, what you're not proud of, your shortcomings. It's, it's what, you, what you rather not share with, with most human beings and you rather them not know. But that is the level of intimacy, of conversational and relational intimacy. That's where acceptance And that's where connection and that's where meaning is really applied to our lives. 
And without them, we're just living a superficial or mental life, superficial or mental existence. We just have superficial or mental relationships. And those are hollow and they're weak and they're conditional and they're fragile and they're egotistical. They're material. They're not absolute. And they're not authentic. They're not love letting others voluntarily evolve. Guys, why does this matter? Because when you don't have a connection, an intimate connection with a group of people or a person, when you feel like, like your acceptance is always in jeopardy, then, then when you're on the phone with a prospect, Right. There's going to be fear of judgment and there's going to be fear of rejection. There's going to be fear, fear of failure. But when you always have a powerful community, when you always have powerful, infinite, unconditional connections and intimate relationships to fall back into, how you're perceived out there doesn't matter. Because what you want most of all, if you really dive deep, is you want to be accepted and loved. And if your acceptance and your ability to receive love, to give and receive love, is ever truly in danger, then your business is going to leak. But when you have the full courage and the full confidence and the full trust that you'll always have people to fall into regardless of how you perform, your performance will accelerate. I guarantee it because at that point you can't fail. And no one will say yes if you don't make the offer, but you won't make the offer if you're afraid of being rejected. And the more you have a group, a community, a person that will unconditionally love you and appreciate you and will unconditionally lift you up, then then your, your acceptance, your ability to feel safe, socially safe, is always going to be in peril. Guys, listen, there's a lot of excitement There's a lot of excitement and a rush of dopamine by making sales. There's there's a nice rush of dopamine by building a business. There's a nice rush of dopamine by buying a new car. There's a nice rush of dopamine by drinking a beer. There's a nice rush of dopamine by 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 eating dessert and all this all this, you know, stuff that's really not awesome for your body. You can get a nice dopamine hit out of gambling and all this and sex. You can get a nice dopamine hit out of all of those. But you know what? True fulfillment, true everlasting fulfillment lies in deep, meaningful, intimate, connected relationships, intimate relationships with other human beings who matter, who would never hurt you. And trust that They won't hurt you and you won't hurt them. And it's only by having that that you can truly live soul out. 
only by living soul out can you really get, you can trust that when you're on your deathbed and you take that last exhale, that you'll look back and you'll say, wow, that was a pretty awesome life. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.